Welcome to the Wildly Energized podcast series, where we discuss some of the struggles living in a fatigued state, how you can support your body in a more natural way, and how you do not have to do it all on your own. I am your host, Karen Giles. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another week. Today is episode number 45. Now, today our topic is Has your trust been broken? Because that's something we're noticing around here a lot at the moment, especially having stepkids. Um, I'm a part of a blended family, my partner's kids. And quite often they're not listening to him as in, you know, he'll ask them not to do certain things until he gets home and they choose to just ignore him and disregard and because it's not what they want to hear or what they want to do. So I'm curious, do you guys face that at all, whether it's stepkids or your own kids? And how do you tackle it? How how do you approach it? Because we've got boundaries in place, but, you know, they don't care about that. They just ignore them and, and carry on. And not having a form of parental role with teenagers before, this is all a learning curve for me. And, you know, it's just something I'm trying to get used, used to as hard and hurtful as it is to, you know, to see how their behaviours is affecting my partner because he does everything that they want pretty much, um, you know, they get. And personally, I feel that's half the problem is that they've never had boundaries in place before. So today's episode is extremely personal, very raw. Um, Hopefully my partner doesn't mind me talking about it, but, you know, it'll be too late by the time it's um, published. So, and it's all for your benefit, right? It's so that you guys know I'm still a normal person. I still live a, an everyday life just like everybody else. And it's just that some of the, the fine-tuned factors will be a little different to some of you, just as yours will be a little different to mine. So before we crack on, for those of you new to the channel, welcome. Loving having you here and hope you enjoy this episode today. Now, every episode's a different topic, different content. And it all comes from a place of transparency. So sometimes I feel my share my clients' experiences in life. And then other times, most of the time, it's myself. I share things about myself. And then also I'll be having guest speakers in the future, just um, working out the structure of that, whether I'll have them each week or once a month or once a fortnight and so on. So just a few logistics to work out there. And as most of you know, I'm Karen Giles. I'm a health and wellness coach, but also a relationship coach. And a lot of you have just been hearing that for the first time recently, that I am a a relationship coach as well, because with the line of work I do with the areas that I work in with my clients, a lot of it comes back to that form of connection connection with themselves firstly then connection with those surrounding them and it can go as broad as their community or their environment their home and I run regular meetup events and my next guest speaker on the 28th of October so just next week not too far away is Dee Burgess and she's a lovely individual she's my feng shui uh, consultant she calls herself And she's phenomenal. She's helped us so much in the blended family situation, improving things, Um, even though my partner's son's having a moment at the moment, refusing to come over and all that sort of stuff because he's due to come over every weekend. 
it's, you know, that's fine. That's his thing. He's having a moment just following his sister's footsteps and exactly what she did with us six months ago. And she chose to move out because she knew that what she was doing wasn't going to break her dad and I up. So today is about when someone breaks your trust, how does that affect you? What do you have in place to protect yourself, to try and prevent it, which can be very bloody hard, to try and stop it from affecting you on a soulful level? Because when you're a hypersensitive personality like myself, which I don't know if you guys have heard of that term before, hypersensitive, but what that means is is that not just that you react quickly to the positives and the negatives in life as in how it affects your body and your personality, but I'm also highly sensitive to people's energy. So when someone walks into the room and they're acting to be someone they're not or they're acting or pretending to like you when they don't, I see straight through that very straight through that. It's so transparent to me. And the downfall of that is that a lot of people don't have that ability. So when your partner isn't hypersensitive like yourself, they don't see these things. They don't see the transparency that you see as a hypersensitive personality. And it takes a lot of communication, a lot of openness between each other which is great. It's only strengthened our relationship and everything that my partner's kids put us through. They're just strengthening our connection with each other, which is the opposite to what they want. And we know that's the opposite to what they want. But that's what naturally happens. When you're in a healthy, deeply connected relationship with your partner or someone else and people try to pull you apart, no matter what they do, it won't happen. It just pushes you both closer together because you need to. You need to work as a united one. You need to work as a team. And the thing is, is that the people who are trying to push you apart, they get narky, they get cranky, they get angry, they get resentful. So then they play the whole ignoring game, which is fine. But unfortunately, in our situation at home, all it's doing is hurting their dad. It doesn't hurt me. They're not my kids. Because if they were my kids, they'd be totally different because I've been brought up very differently. I've been brought up with respect. If you don't respect, you're grounded. If if you don't respect, that happens. Sorry, my speaker's just playing up here. So it's, you know, you just got to have these things in place. You need the very strong communication, clear communication. And when people upset you, when they don't do the right thing by you, pull them out on it, call them out. So, hey, what was that just all about? Because nine times out of the ten they go, oh, no. But call them out, go, well, you do know. You do know what you just said. You do know what you just did. You know you just lied. You know you just didn't follow instructions, simple instructions like wait an hour and I'll be home and then we can do this together. Instead of letting yourself into the property, taking your stuff out that you wanted to take and then making sure you're not there when your father gets home, 
You know, how hurtful is that? And like I said at the beginning of this episode, guys, it's very raw, it's very honest. This is what's happening in our life right now. And the reason why I'm sharing this with you is that, you know, I'd love some insight or any of your step-parents are, you know, any of you, even if the kids are your own kids, what would you do in our situation? I know what I'd be doing if they're my if they were my kids, but they're not my kids, unfortunately. So, you know, there's only so much I can do. But in the meantime, I'm watching my partner crumble. I'm watching him suffer. But yet the kids are pretty much unaware of the depth of it because he doesn't want to push them away. But then, like I said to my partner last night, what what are they being taught in life? by you accepting this behaviour, by you not doing anything about it. They're being set up to fail in life as far as I'm concerned. Coming from a childcare background, I was in childcare for up to, well, for 18 years in total. So I've seen a lot. I've worked in before and after school care, vacation care. Granted, I haven't worked with teenagers, but our family's big enough that I've been around them enough. And to know that these two kids live in such an entitled mindset. They're very rude. They're very disrespectful. They don't consider the other person's emotions or feelings. But yet they're so entitled. They wonder why they're not getting this. They're not getting that. So what would you do? If they were my kids personally, the son would be grounded. So he runs a market. He has a a little business that he runs at a a little farmer's market, mini farmer's market every fortnight. So if he was my son, he wouldn't be going to the market for at least a month with everything that's been going on here. It's been ongoing. It's not a once-off situation. His phone would be taken off him the whole time he's with us every weekend because they're they're the biggest pain points, right? So you hit them where the big pain points are. I don't mean physically hit, but I mean, you know, you you use consequences, utilise consequences where it will affect them, where it will get noticed by them. And teenagers these today, everyone knows technology is the biggest thing. And then for this particular teenager, it's a market every fortnight. So it's... and. I'm not just saying this as a teenage child perspective. I'm sharing this with you guys because I'm sure this is happening with you in life from adults' behaviour as well. So when it's an adult, you know, just say to them, I don't understand, why are you doing that? And if they say, I don't know, then you say, okay, well, and then choose someone who they really respect and look up to. And then you say, okay, so if, say, I don't know, Lucy, let's just pick a name, Lucy. So if Lucy was being treated like da-da-da-da-da, however this person's treating you, what would you be saying to Lucy right now? And it would be very interesting to see what they say because I've done this activity with my partner. Okay, so if this, if your son was in your position right now, what would you be saying to your son to do? If your daughter was in your position right now, who, by the way, is 19, 
If your daughter was in your position right now, what would you be saying to her to do? It's amazing what you hear, but yet they don't feel like they're of high enough value to be treated that way themselves, to receive that level of respect, to receive that high level of communication, respect, interaction, love. It's really bizarre, isn't it, how people, when they say they love you so much, how they, how they can treat you at times. And not just how they treat you, but how they choose to treat you. So while these two teenagers are playing their games with us, our bond, my partner and I, is just getting stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. Do we do it all on our own? No, of course not. There are times when we go to a professional for support because we have different approaches with parenting style. And, you know, my partner's kids say, I'm not their mum, and thank goodness I'm not because I don't want to be. I would not want to be connected to these two teenagers as a mum. There's no way. It's too embarrassing. So it's, you know, so we go to these professionals and we ask for ideas. We ask how to tackle certain situations and they give us their feedback, some we agree with, some we disagree with. So then, and we're honest with them, we go, no, we don't agree with that. We won't be doing that. And then they go, okay, well, let's come up with something else. And then sometimes we agree on the second option and sometimes we don't. So use your voice, be honest. When you're out there getting support, getting help with things, make sure you're honest. If you're not going to implement something that they're suggesting, just say, look, I hear what you're saying, but no, I'm not going to do it. It's like my clients. You know, there's certain things that I suggest to them. They go, yeah, but that's not my personality. So my first question to them is, would you like it to be your personality? Nine times out of 10, it's a yes. And then in that instance, we need to build up their level of self-worth. We need to build up their level of confidence, which normally rises automatically and naturally and organically once your level of self-worth rises. So that's something to think about. When someone makes a suggestion to you, don't wipe it straight away. So in this household, every week my partner and I, we have a 10 to 30 minute, depending as to what's been going on, catch up. So it's like a debrief, you know, it's a weekly check-in. How are you going? Has anything come up for you this week? Okay, cool. Well, you know, Why did that come up? Where did it come from? Do you think sometimes it's triggers from your childhood? And then other times it could be a trigger from a previous relationship, from a lover, a partner. Sometimes it could be the kids. Or it could be anything else. It could be to do with my partner's work. It could be to do with my work. But there's that one time a week, and it is not date night, guys. Do not do check-ins on date night or date day, whatever time of the day you do dates. Do not do it within that time. That date time is 100% set aside for the two of you to connect. No technology, as in no laptops, no checking emails, no phones. So we had friends trying to call us last Friday. Just a quick story for you. And they all know it's date night for us. All our families know. But yet they tried to call and text and we were going up the beach four-wheel driving with them early the next morning. 
And they know that we don't check our phones from 5 p.m. till very, very late, if at all, that night. So I called them as soon as I checked the message because it was a possible change of plans for departure time in the morning. So it would have meant we'd need to get up at 4, 4.30 instead of around 5, 5.30. So it was kind of important information for us to know right before we went to bed. And I'm a morning person, my partner, he is when he has to be, but would prefer not to be. So, you know, so to speak, he likes to get up around seven. I'm up around five-ish, depending as to what time I go to bed. So it's, you know, and I caught them straight away and they were asleep and they answered the phone and the lady goes, hello. I said, oh, hi, it's Kaz. I'm sorry. Sounds like I woke you, but as you both know, Friday night's our date night. We don't touch our phones. If we do, it's just when we're going to bed. So I've just seen your message. So quick one-minute call, everything was sorted, and then everyone was all good to get on with their night and go to bed. So it's setting those boundaries. So having clear, concise boundaries with yourself, with others, with your environment is really, really important. So when we're talking about environment, I'm coming from a place of, you know, people who have a set of house keys, if they normally only come over on weekends, And that's the time to come over unless they check in and ask and it's convenient, then they can come over and enter. But otherwise, they have to wait for another day and time. And today, they're meant to wait for another time of the same day of today, but they didn't do that. We were both out and I was due home very soon. But that trust was broken. And there's been a lot of trust broken in the last eight to 12, well, more than 12 months. So that's why here we have the boundaries we have in place because too many lines have been crossed that have been extremely hurtful to a couple of us in this household. And we've been working through, you know, how do you create these boundaries without disconnecting from the person? How do you create these boundaries without pushing them away? And no one's been pushed away in in this household. Yes, a 19-year-old teenager, she's moved out, but that was her choice. She was asked, when are you coming back to stay on weekends? And she said, oh, I'm not while Kaz is there, and that's me, which my name's not actually normally used. It's normally her or she or it. So it's... You know, and I had a chat with my partner and I said, look, do you want me to move out? Do you want to call our relationship quits? What do you want? These are your kids. What do you want? And he said, no, I want our relationship to stay. We're in such a good relationship. We work really well together because, guys, we don't, we're not just in a partnership. We're in a friendship. We have each other's back even when we don't agree with what the person is saying or doing. We have each other's back because we work as a team. We want this relationship to work long term. So our communication is high. Of course, there's always room for improvement, but everyone gets tired. Everyone gets stressed at times, you know, and the communication gets shut down a bit. And I can be a little bit outspoken at times, especially I'm definitely very outspoken when I'm very passionate about something, as you can tell by this episode today. And there's quite often things I don't agree with, with what goes on with the kids here. 
And I talk to my partner about that. You know, if if you want to continue to be squashed by your kids and for them to walk all over you and disrespect for you, disrespect you, <laughs> my mouth's getting dry, and disregard you, then yeah, let's keep doing what what's being done here. But if you want some respect and you want a healthy relationship with your kids, then they need to be pulled up on this rubbish. They've been doing it for far too long. They know it's not the norm because no one else in their family does it. So what, what can we do about it? And this is the reason why we go to professionals for support with this. Otherwise, I become the counsellor. I become the family coach within the unit here, the family unit, and within the relationship with my partner. And, you know, I said to him quite a few months ago, I said, this is taking a toll on our relationship because I feel as soon as I become the coach within our relationship, I feel like the the loving romantic connection starts to dwindle away because I'm either in my head in the relationship, I'm either the coach or I'm the partner, I'm not both. Because he requires so much support to go from where he was with his kids a year and a half ago to where he is now with standing his ground. He's come such a such a long way so far and I'm very, very proud of him and I love him for it because I know it hasn't been easy for him. But he's now learned it's necessary. He's now learned what he's created and their mum as well, you know, no boundaries at her house either. So it's they've both created this monster of a situation and you're probably thinking relationship like with their mum, with her partner, well, she doesn't have a partner. So I don't know what their relationship would be like in regards to the kids and the friction between the relationship. And that's why I'm so passionate about helping people connect with themselves and then also helping those who are in a relationship connect with their partner or partners, depending as to what your, your setup is. Because once you have that tightness, that really tight-knit relationship, people look at you. You don't even need to communicate or touch each other in a room. You just walk into a room and people comment on their energy between the two of you. It happens a lot, a lot with us. So it's something to think about. You know, when people break your trust, how does it affect you? How would you like it to affect you? As in, would you like to be in the position where people break your trust, but it doesn't hit you in the core? It doesn't drag you down. It doesn't muffle your personality. And the reason why I'm so good at creating skills around all of this is that to live where I'm living now with my partner and where his son comes over on weekends when he chooses to come over on the weekends, his son tries to suppress my personality because he doesn't like it when people laugh too much. He doesn't like it if you smile too much. He doesn't like it when we play music, doesn't like it when I'm dancing in the lounge room, which I don't normally do in front of him anyway because he spends most of his time in his bedroom. But, you know, it's really, really important. I cannot stress this to you enough. 
It's really, really important to have that confidence within yourself to know your level of self-worth and get it so bloody high that when you're around people regularly and they try to drag you down to their level, that they don't. Of course, sometimes they get the better of you and they might just pull you down like three or five millimeter, but it's not all the way down to their level. And let me tell you from personal experience, it can be a very exhausting place to be living in. Thankfully here, it's only part-time when he comes over. But having that awareness, having that awareness muscle, having the skills, knowing how to get around it, knowing how to tackle it, knowing you're worthy of being whatever person you want to be, being whoever you want to be, expressing yourself however you want to be is really, really important. It is priceless, absolutely priceless. And that is something I was taught from a very young age from my parents. Do not ever, because I've always been a very smiley, laughing, happy person, do not ever let anyone suppress your world of happiness. Do not ever let anyone belittle you. Do not ever accept someone's behaviour of any level of disrespect. Of course, there's variances with all these titles, so to speak, and variances of disrespect and all those. But take the context in whatever way it is relevant to you right now because today is today, yesterday is yesterday. Yesterday has passed. There's nothing you can do about that. And that is something these kids have taught me is that no matter how crappy they they treat you, no matter how rude they are to you, there's nothing you can do about yesterday, but there's something you can do today to then put in place for the future. So if what happened yesterday happens again in the future, which it has here a lot, then you know how to, how to tackle it straight up, pull it up straight away and deal with it. It is a lot more effective than dwelling and living in the past. And it's really important to be awareness of patterns. So the brother is now copying the sister's pattern to the T. And we have both, we as in my partner, his dad and I picked it up months ago. So once you have that awareness and then you've gone, okay, so that pattern's the same as this person. This is how that turned out. Awesome. If that's what they want, go for gold. But if that's not what they want as the end result and that's not what we want as an end result, okay, what, what do we need to try this time? What do we need to do differently? Because when you're under a lot of pressure, stress, confrontation, it causes disease and that shows up in your body in all different ways, your liver, your kidney, acne, eyesight, and all of that comes from your gut as well, but then also weight gain, fatigue, lack of sleep, making bad food choices or unhealthy food choices, going for the quick fix instead of something really nourishing and healthy. So the thing is, my question to you is, do you want to be known 
as the person in life, as a pushover where people just walk all over you, like being trampled at a rodeo or rodeo, however you want to say it. So where do you want to be in life? Do you want to be in life where people don't break your trust as often and there's consequences? And the only consequence that is a wrong consequence is the one where you do not benefit from it. If you do not gain by someone's consequence, then it's the wrong consequence. So we've got certain consequences in place here that when certain actions are taken, there's certain consequences. And how do we gain by that? We pretty much know that 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 action won't happen again because the consequence is so big. And then if that action does happen again next time, then the consequence is at least doubled, sometimes tripled in severity. Is that hard? Probably. But I call it tough love. Like I said to my partner last night, our generation, we're in our mid-40s, were brought up with tough love. I loved my upbringing because I thought everybody's upbringing was the same. If you disrespected, if you played up, you missed out on stuff. You're grounded. Your push bike was taken off. You weren't allowed to go to friends' places. You weren't allowed to play your sport or whatever it was that you're doing at the time. If you messed up in school holidays, well, you know, you didn't get to go to the movies with your friends or this, that, and the other. And because we weren't working at that age, we were given, for example, $20 for the whole of school holidays, which back then, you know, that was good. But once it was gone, it was gone. So it was up to us how we spent it, whether it lasted us two weeks or six weeks. Most of the time I saved some of it because I've always been a saver. Money comes in, you always save some. The money that goes out is never over what the money is that comes in. Just little things like that. All right, I think this has been heavy enough for you guys today. And um, I hope it's been helpful and it's definitely relatable for quite a few of you because I know a few of my listeners on this channel. And, um, you know, it's always nice to to hear some of my, my life stories and experiences and some I share for with you and for you are relevant right here, right now, and some are from my uh, adrenal fatigue journey and going through a lot of grief and all that sort of stuff. So. They're in my other episodes, so you can go back and check them out. But, um, yeah, thanks for jumping on. Have a great week. Okay, bye. I trust you have taken away many golden nuggets in today's episode. Thank you so much for jumping on today and joining me on the Wildly Energized podcast channel. I, I just want to say to you guys, I love having you jump on and listen. And I, I just enjoy sharing my journey with you all, the past and the present. So if you're interested in communicating and joining my online community on Facebook, jump over to Wildly Energized Circle and I have a group there and we would love to have you join us. If there are any questions, please just message them to me on Facebook and I would love to hear from you and get back to you as soon as possible. Enjoy the rest of your day and have a fabulous week. Bye.